thank you for joining in to the Same Wavelength Holiday Special with your hosts, Tyler and Michael. Please stick around to enjoy the festivities. On the first review of Christmas, we have given you... Nightmare Before Christmas. On the second day of Christmas, Michael has gifted you... Tokyo Godfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. On the third day of Christmas, the turkey gobbled up. Into the Dark Pilgrim, Tokyo Godfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. On the fourth day of Christmas, we all stayed home and watched. Home Alone, Into the Dark, Tokyo Godfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. On the fifth day of Christmas, we have gone overseas. Rare exports, Home Alone, Into the Dark, Togo Godfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. All of those movies we are reviewing. On the sixth day of Christmas, we turned on the TV. A Christmas Carol, Rare Exports, Home Alone, Into the Dark Pilgrim. Choco Godfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. On the seventh review of Christmas, we all had Hanukkah. Eight Crazy Nights, A Christmas Carol, Rare Exports, Home Alone, Into the Pilgrim, Into the Dark Pilgrim, Choco Godfather, Nightmare Before Christmas. Damn, I suck. Turkey Legs. We are back, Michael. We are. Man, what a great weekend. Oh, yeah. Great weekend. How, how's your weekend been, then? Good. You know, just hang out with family as usual. And, Very nice. Um, you know, work's going to be kind of easy. But... Oh, yeah. This next week, it's going to be smooth sailing. Yeah, holidays after. Yeah, next week will be the holidays and... Um, People that celebrate Christmas, it'll be a fun Christmas for everyone. And the people that celebrate Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah to y'all. Mm-hmm. But um, hasn't Hanukkah already started? Yeah, I'm sure it has. I, I, don't, I don't know that stuff. <laughs> that happy is Hanukkah above my pay another. grade, says Michael. Yeah, a little above my pay grade. But no, um, I'm excited. You know, we're one week away from the week of Christmas. That we are. I and finally got over my, you know, panic of making sure I've got everyone's Christmas gifts. Yeah. Um, I just thought about something. What would that be? This episode airs... On the 21st? On the 19th. On the 20th. On the 20th. Christmas is the 25th, the same week. Yes. So we're, we're recording the next one on the uh, 25th, huh? Or uploading it? Uploading it on the 25th? Ah, we don't have to. We can wait until Monday. That way, once everybody's got their Christmas gifts all together and settled, then they can listen. Yeah, I guess, you know, if they have like a new iPad or tablet or yeah. phone... Everybody in Taiwan who got, you know, just uh, one little device that plays the same wavelength podcast, they can listen to it the next day. Without a doubt. Um, yep. 
So, um, what 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 have you done over the weekend, or what are you planning on doing? So, all that I really plan on doing is spending time with Cheyenne for as much time as I can, enjoying the holidays, getting ready for that, and just you know, enjoying the festivities. I'll probably watch watch a couple movies. I like to do that for Christmas. Yeah, I just I listened to your Tyler Thursday take episode on antlers and it makes me want to go watch it it's i thought it was all right cheyenne didn't think it was as good but as i said in the episode i get the final say <laughs> right 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 i do think your your rating is a little wonky i like um, antlers no it's not that it's the fact you're like you're talking very highly of it and then i'm trying a, to even and out then my you get ratings. a lower score I'm trying when, to even out my readings. But, but, like, I haven't seen this, I don't know, but I would say, you know, you gave Free Guy. Free Guy, 9. I thought it was really 3. good. Something like and that, I, yeah. And there's that much of a gap, gap between Free Guy and this movie, you would say? Yeah. Like I said, this movie wasn't, like, a game changer. Like, this isn't a movie where I'm like, man. I want to watch that again right now. It's like a, it, it's a good movie. It's different. But you said you would. You said I, I might hop off for this and go watch it. Again. Yeah, I'll watch it again. But like, it's not like I'm always Tonight. going to watch it again. I'll exactly. watch Free Guy anytime. Antlers is something I. It's harder with horror movies because you know what, especially in Antlers, because there's a big twist that kind of goes on throughout it. But. It's it's gotcha. the suspense when you watch it for the first time, and I think that's what I was kind of sitting on more than anything gotcha okay a lot of horror movies don't have a lot of rewatch value it has to be very specific ones especially twist horror movies yeah i mean it's something we we didn't hear about until you know the first trip like not even the first trailer i just i remember popping up on youtube Mm -hmm. and i watched it we watched it together at work the uh trailer yeah Looks interesting. I'll have to take a look at it, but I'd say definitely give it a watch. That episode is on, is on Tyler's Thursday takes. Mm-hmm. If y'all want to go listen to it, and um, I guess moving on to this episode, we're watching another one of your recommendations. Oh, this has to be honestly my favorite holiday movie. Huh? Good to know. Either this or Rare Exports. Like when I tell you. I have this movie on. Actually, let's see. You have it on DVD? Yeah, I'm seeing if I have it right behind me. <laughs> it doesn't look like it. No. But I've, I've never heard of this movie, so. Oh, man, you have missed out so much. We we were really never allowed to watch. What is this? Yeah. Is this rated R? It's PG-13. PG-13, okay. I mean... I don't know. We were really never allowed to watch this type of comedy from the looks <laughs> of it. Well, it's an Adam Sandler. It's literally called Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah. So you kind of have to get what you would expect from Adam Sandler type comedy. But when I tell you I had this movie in my PlayStation and I would watch it every night when I was younger, I, I just watched the hell out of this movie. Hmm. It's funny because 
Larissa says she's seen it too, but I don't know why I've never, like, I don't know. I've never heard of it. I never saw it. It's just such a good movie, man. <laughs> but we're talking about Eight Crazy Nights, and it came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. This movie came out four years after I was born. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It came out, what, ten years after I was born? I don't know how or, many years no, you were born ten. before me, and then add four onto it. Eight. Sorry, eight years. Wow. Ten years. Michael, over uh, here, born in 19, 1992. Yeah, 94 I was born. Lewis was born in 92. Hmm. I mean, I'm excited to dive into it and kind of see what it's about. Oh, what you are, So you said this is a holiday movie? Yeah, it's... So it's more than kind of what we normally do. It's a holiday movie that's about basically all the holidays in total. It's not just a Christmas movie like most of them are, but it's Christmas and Hanukkah. So it's, you know, one that a certain Miguel might enjoy. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, just looking off like one of the pictures off the trailer, um, this guy... I'm assuming he's the main character. He's in, like, a referee. Does he look like Adam Sandler? <laughs> uh, somewhat, yeah. Then it that's probably the main character. Gotcha. I, I mean, I'm, I'm... It's intriguing. I mean, I don't... It's animated, so... Yeah? I don't probably know. one of the reasons I liked it so much. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't... I don't have high hopes for it. <laughs> Yet again, and wow. it's, it's it's because it's animated, and the older I get, like, when it comes to cartoons, the less I'll watch when it comes to cartoons. I watched it again recently, before we yeah. did this episode, just because it is the holiday time, and for me, before we go into it, it still holds up. That's all that I'll have to say about it. Gotcha. So you're having someone that's going to come in and really give us two cents on it, because obviously, like, this... This is more than just a movie to you. I watched your This is your childhood. Yeah, I've watched this so much. Like, it has a bunch of musical songs in it, and I can recite almost all of them by heart. Is it a musical then, or...? No, it's it's just got songs in it. So, I wouldn't it... classify it as a musical, because musicals have more of a musical feel to it. I feel like this just has, like, comedy songs in it. So, may- maybe it is partly a musical, but... Is uh, Little Mermaid a musical? I don't think it is. Then no, you'd have to say then... almost every Disney movie. Well, no, that's what I'm asking. If you ca- categorize that as musical, then I wouldn't. Maybe they... I don't know. So if it's not, it's... so it's just a lot of like it's just soundtrack music, or are they yeah, singing? It's, it's like um, Eight Mile. I wouldn't consider Eight Mile a musical, but it's got a lot that's, of music. That's the in best it. musical. What? Oh yeah, we talked about reenacting that in high school. Be rabbit. I, I was gonna bang. Bang uh, rabbits, excuse me. Mom. Oh, dear Christ. <laughs> so, are you ready to go watch this movie? Um, as long as I get Adam Sandler's mom. <laughs> Adam Sandler's mom. Well, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> so, what? Came out 2002, mm-hmm. PG 13, an mm-hmm. hour and 16 minutes. That it is. Um, what is the IMDb rating? Do you want to save that? Or. You know what? Let me... We should save it till the end. Save it? All right. Yeah, so I can give you my raw Raw rating. thoughts. Yeah. Before really looking too much into it. All right. Um, 
with that being said, I guess we'll see you, what, an hour and 16, 20 minutes or so? Mm-hmm. And I'll let you know what I think of this. Yep. And we already kind of know what I think. <laughs> in the meanwhile, Adam Sandler, coming to your house. Yep. Where's his, your mom? His mansion. Previously. Oh, this has to be, honestly, my favorite holiday movie. Huh. Good to know. Up next. And there's that fat kid trying to buy a bra. Yeah, put on a bra. She's like, aren't you a boy? <laughs> Not again! <laughs> but, a lot of crying in this movie. Oh, yeah. All right, Michael. Did you watch the movie? Did you enjoy it? What are your thoughts? Tell me. I need them. I did watch it. Um, hour 16 minutes of a Christmas movie. For sure. <laughs> and uh, But it does have uh, its own twist in it, and it's a comedy, and it was good. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> it's not what I was expecting. Um, Understandable. Obviously, you did tell me it was comedy, so I did expect yes. some humor and stuff, but it was uh, very dark at points and very, like... It, it, a lot of it got into your feels. You could oh, yeah. really feel the emotions through each character. And um, there's really only one character I have a problem with, but we'll get to that here in a little bit. Alright. Um, but uh, Carl Weasley guest starred in this uh, movie, right? No. No? Okay. Nope. Sounds just like Carl Weasley. Well, that's... Uh, I know who you're talking Whitey. about, but that's Adam Sandler. That's... Wow. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's in here, Bill. It's Adam Shander. <laughs> oh and they goodness. have they have voice editing stuff for it. I mean, you don't need voice editing, that's actually sounded kinda I thought I was rewatching the movie, holy shit. Thanks, thanks. That's the tactical vow. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> ah, I told no, you but... I've watched this so many times. We did. We watched. We rewatched some of this together, and mm. you were just over here singing. You were making this into a musical. I've got. You were singing every single song that was I've, popping up. I've got them memorized. I'm telling you. So how how many times would you say you saw this movie? At least thirty. Wow. Yeah, it, I'm not joking when I tell you there was a point in time I would watch this every night. Sheesh. That's that's. <laughs> yeah. It's insane to think about. I can't think of one movie. Ah, uh, maybe. Aaron and I used to watch uh, A-Team like every single night. Da, 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 da. But then you can see kind of where, how I grew up and mm-hmm. what I watched versus what you watched. Oh, yeah. Um, When it came to like movies and stuff. But ne- nevertheless, I mean, this this movie is actually pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. It was a fun watch. Uh do we want to just get straight into it and talk about the whole plot and kind of what takes place? Yeah. Do you want to go over the plot or you want you want me? I can recite it with my eyes closed. We will just bounce off each other. Right. I mean, the, the main character is played by Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. He's it's, pretty much playing himself. Yeah. I if, you know, if you know anything about Adam Sandler, he loves basketball. Oh, yeah. He loves basketball. Every character yeah, looks sorry. just like him. Oh, yeah. Every movie he's in, he has to throw basketball into it. Mm-hmm. And this one is, like, revolved around basketball and referees and stuff. So. Yeah. 
um, pr- pretty pretty clean, pretty cool. Yeah. So it what is it starts off with Adam Sandler inside of a uh, yeah Chinese a food Chinese, place. Yeah, yeah, and he's eating full scorpion bowl. Oh, a scorpion bowl. Yeah, and he has like three of them, or they're like wow, they, full scorpion bowl. That must be a new restaurant record. Yeah, and then he leaves and just doesn't pay for it. Oh yeah, he just straight up dips. He and he goes to his car and the police pull up and like, oh, you better <laughs> not be driving. He's like, oh, I won't. He walks away. He's like, hold on, I gotta go back and uh, fill up all up on this girl. Mm-hmm. All up on his uh, uh, car, and he gets very sexual, and he starts licking it and stuff. One of the cops starts crying because it's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah, there there are people out there like that who absolutely love that, that one car. TLC guy. You know what I'm and talking about? Shove their dick in the exhaust and let Burned it vroom, vroom. Vroom, and I yep. am now a woman. And then um, you take it to the dealership and ask them why is it not working correctly. They turn the car on and they just got a cream pie in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, he ends up walking home. Or no, he starts running from the police. Yeah, because the guy comes out and he's like, he tried to dine and dash me. He tried to sip and screw me. Yeah. And we get our first song, which a lot of people don't listen to it all the way because it's a very kind of cheery at the beginning. It's your first song. You get into it. But there's one line in particular that a lot of people can relate to if you listen to it because he one of the lines is, I hate love. I hate you. I hate me. Which he's just basically saying, oh, he hates his life. Like, yeah. it kind of gives you your first insight as to who the who this character is. And but eventually... He starts, yeah. he starts running away and going through town and making a menace of everything. Yep. And he so, actually ends up running into the giant ice sculpture and just destroys it all. And the cops are like, alright, Davey, you're going. You're coming with us. You get locked up. And he ends up going to trial. Mm-hmm. And you have... Um, they're about to lock him up for what, ten years, mm-hmm. and then you meet um, Whitey. Yep, he's actually back in the back of the courtroom, and he goes, "Jerry, if I may make an adjudication," and he's like, "Why do you?" Because Whitey's like this eighty-year-old short dude with one club foot, like walks with a limp, and he literally looks like a garden gnome, and he's like, "Now, judge, you see." I knew Davey since he was like a little boy. And he, and he basically, he's like, well, instead of just throwing him in jail, what if we make him ref the community basketball team with me? Like, I've seen a lot of people become good guys refing basketball games, so why don't we give that a shot? And the judge, in every every movie that's right out of the 1990s, the judge is very lenient with it, where they're like, all right, you're not going to go to jail, but now you got to coach the basketball team. <laughs> And so, if he breaks any laws, he's going straight to jail. And so, Davey yep. doesn't like it. He's like, oh, this is stupid. And Whitey's like, well, this is your choice now, pal. Oh, and they start going home. And um, he's being very rude to Whitey and shoving him in dumpsters and just doing anything to, like... Yeah, he's just being a dick. Yeah. Uh, he ends up going home, and Whitey goes to his place. To his own place. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he li- Whitey lives in a 
a home without lights, right? And it's just like... Yeah, he lives in a trailer. Davey just lives in a trailer. No, Davey lives in a trailer, but Whitey... No, yeah, Whitey has this nice little house that he shares with his sister, who looks exactly like him, just the female version. All three of these main characters, by the way, all voiced by Adam Sandler. (laughs) Wow. Adam Sandler, yeah, Adam Sandler lives in like a uh, a tin a tin can of a mm-hmm. uh, trailer, and really the only thing he cares about is that um, letter from his parents. Yeah, well, he's got a letter. It just says to our son Davy, and he it it isn't open. It's just sitting on his kitchen counter. I say kitchen, but his trailer counter. Right, and um, it comes the first day of them going to the game. Mm-hmm. And the refing and yeah, you know, Whitey is calling everything. Jonesy's like, I don't care. Um, this fat's over here, you know. Maybe yeah. he didn't eat so much type stuff, and he don't care like traveling. He doesn't care about any of the rules. Yeah, being an absolute douche. Like, there's this one hard foul, and Whitey's like, "You're not gonna call the foul on that ref." And he's like, "All right then," and he blows the whistle. He's like. Foul on fat kid for eating everything in sight. Hey, Tubbs, next time you come onto my court, make sure you wear a bra next time. Like, just being an absolute douche and everyone gets mad, throws shit at him. Which, he's not breaking the law, so he's not going to jail. He could still be a dick. It's just, he decides to be a dick. Yeah. And then, um, they end up going to the mall afterwards. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, Jonesy's like, why why are we here? You mean Davy? Davy. Why did I say Jonesy? Fortnite. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know exactly why you said it. You said <laughs> it last time too, but I thought it was just a slip of the tongue. <laughs> Davy Davy and Whitey went to the mall. And there was that fat kid trying to buy, buy a bra. Yeah, put on a bra. She's like, Aren't you a boy? <laughs> Not again. <laughs> but, a lot of crying in this movie. Oh yeah. But Whitey has this weird moment where he's talking about all the stores and how it makes him happy, and he rhymes between all of it. And Davey's like, did you have that planned, or did you just happen to rhyme all those things together? And he's like, yeah, I guess it's a little bit weird, huh? I wonder how much license they got for each store. Probably a lot. I mean, it's probably sponsorships. Like, they could have picked any stores. Yeah. So I mean, we had Foot Locker, you had um Foot Locker, <laughs> Radio Shack, GNC. You got Spencer's Gifts. Victoria's Secret. Yeah. <laughs> Toy In, Store. Any, anyways, uh I don't quite remember what happens next. So so they're in the mall and they're sitting there and this lady comes over this real nice lady and she looks like she's there with her son running the donut stand she comes up to whitey and she's like here you go whitey and whitey's like oh jennifer you're so nice this this girl on account of my sister being a diabetic i don't eat sugar on behalf of her disease so jennifer gives us sugar-free donuts and davy's sitting there and he's like all right and as she's walking away, he makes like a sexual comment about her. And he's like, you don't say that about her, pal. You missed your shot with her 20 years ago. And it turns out this was a girl that 
he basically dated 20 years ago and we don't know what happened or why we just know it seems like he became a dick and that's why they don't talk anymore they played basketball together yeah as kids they played on the same jewish youth league team yep um and then the next day rolls by right and Mm -hmm. um there are uh whitey's like hey davy let me let me teach you a little bit about basketball and fouls and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Take these guys for instance, and they're playing like a, a just a two on two game, a two on two game, and um, he says something. David says something. Oh, he's like, I could take these guys easily. Yeah, and it ends up being a two on two team. Um, Whitey and Davy versus these two bigger dudes. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh man, Whitey like ends up fainting. Yeah, he goes to shoot the basketball and they spike it right into his face and he gets knocked unconscious. Has a little seizure. Um, gets put on the... Bleachers. Bleachers and then comes in the wild card, the boy, the the son of the... Boy, uh of Jennifer. Tiffany? Jennifer. Yep, it's and, Benjamin. <laughs> and... Uh, he he's like I, I'm not good at basketball. He's like, look, just shoot when I tell you to shoot. And then Davy just starts like, you know, he's stealing the ball, he's spiking the ball, he's doing these insane moves. Oh yeah, it's all like fluid and looks it looks very pleasing to the eye. Mm-hmm. So smooth. Every time he throws the ball to Benjamin, yep, uh, Benjamin ends up making it, and they're like. They're just outscoring, and like the whole deal is, whoever wins has to eat the jockstrap. On whoever loses has here. to lose. Eat the jockstrap. Oh yeah, yeah. Lose, I don't think they yeah. want to win to eat the jockstrap. If that's the <laughs> case, I'm like, here, go, go, take a layup. And um, yeah, it ends up that uh, Davy wins, and mm-hmm. these dudes have to eat the jockstrap now. Oh, this really sweaty fat dude. Yep. And on the final shot, he gives it to Benjamin, and he makes like a dunk because he boosts him off his shoulder. And he goes up to him. He's like, "Tell you what I told you to say." And he goes, "Hope you like the taste of jockstrap, biatch." And that's when the mom comes in, and she thinks that Davy's just being a bad influence on her son, but he's just—he's crude. And that's just the way that he is. He was actually seemed real fatherly in this moment because he taught him. He's like, "Keep your elbow in and shoot and all that." And so now... It was he, a heartwarming scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was very nice. And so now... Not, not, now they end up going home, right? Yeah. Now Davey's taking uh, Whitey back to his house, but he's using the car and everything, and he's driving, and you have this sweet little song. It's one of those scenes where, you know, like, you'll have one part where one person's singing and the other person's singing it, but they don't know they're singing it, and it flips between the two. And they're driving back. And it actually plays into the song because Jennifer's line is, Now he's just a loner and a liar. And then Davy goes, And my trailer's caught on fire. Fire? Because the dude who just ate the fat, sweaty jockstrap is literally setting his trailer on fire. So he ends up running in and grabbing the envelope mm-hmm. from his parents. And the then... only thing he saves. Yep. And... Uh, Whitey's like, hey, you can come li- stay with me for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it all out. And then they go over to his house and start making house rules and all that. And... Oh, talk about house rules. It's my f- it's my favorite song. It's yeah. my favorite song. It's Technical Foul. 
if 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 we, whenever you go and watch this movie, technical foul, listen to it on repeat. I have it in my head because they they're setting the ground rules for them, and the way they explain it is if you do something wrong, it's a technical foul. Technical yeah. foul. And um, they start like getting along pretty well. Yeah, there's like a good time lapse where he's just helping them out around the house, doing nice stuff and all that. Almost seeming like he's becoming a good guy. Until they go to the ice skating mm-hmm. rink. And they're having a good time. The, uh... Rebecca? Jennifer. Jennifer, whatever her name is. Is seeing that he's, like, helping them out. And just it's all... All fun and games until... Whitey's, like... Let your past out. He, well, you know... He explains, he's like... You know, Dave used to be really good at basketball. Actually, we all still remember it as the JCC Miracle Game. And so they explain it, and it turns out, basically, Davey and the team won this game, but he noticed the entire time his parents weren't there, and it turns out that like, his parents died in a car crash on the way there because a an 18-wheeler hit a patch of black ice and killed them. And this just pisses off Davey. Yeah. And he starts uh, pretty much going off on both Whitey and his sister. Mm-hmm. Just saying this vulgar stuff and just saying no one loves you. You'll never win this pageant of things. It's the all-star the community patch. Yeah. And um, Whitey's like, well, you know what? Fuck you. You ain't staying home. You're not staying with me. And... Davey's like, I don't care. I'm going to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. So he ends up going getting, into... Well, he ends up getting drunk that night. Getting drunk and then par- wants to go party. Well, he goes and <laughs> he breaks into the mall. And, yeah. And the entire time there's a narrator and the narrator's Rob Schneider. So if you know Adam Sandler, you know, like his best friend ever is Rob Schneider. And he's like, well, Davey's going to the mall to shout out a person who's not going to be there. And then we get another ex. Every song in this movie slaps. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. It slaps. Um, Where was I going with this? Yeah, so he goes through this song and all the the labels and all the stores are coming to life. And they're saying, you gotta cry, you gotta let your emotions out. Because the whole time, every... Everything that's going on with Davy, it just seems like he keeps bottling everything up instead of actually just letting it out, and that's what this whole song is about. And so, and it, and it ends up that his parents come. No, right? No, the Hanukkah card comes down, yeah, out of magic, and they open it up, and it's this is the only part in a movie that has almost made me cry every time I've watched it, because the card opens up. And it's just his mom and dad basically singing the lines from the card. And yeah, his parents. Yeah, but it, yeah. you said they come, like they come back. They're just uh, in the car. Well, you talked about these labels coming down. Yeah. And now his parents come down. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a touching moment. Yeah. Tears shed both ends. Mm-hmm. And uh, he starts crying, bawling, and he's in there, and he's... 
on his knees and then police officers get him yep because he did break into the mall and that's against what the judge said if he breaks another law he's going to jail for 10 years yep well he ends up getting the better of these two police officers and tying them together or like handcuffing them together oh yeah and he's like i need to go apologize poor stony stony whitey boy all these names <laughs> poor whitey, whitey whitey eleanor davy jennifer yeah. benjamin yeah well you've seen the movie 30 times yep. i saw it once mm-hmm. um and he ends up going to this uh ceremony yeah and running At from the, the cops and everything star banquet and while he's running there they announce the winner of the all-star all-star community patch it's not whitey no and the whole reason that it's not whitey is because the guy they gave it to who's voiced by john levitz by the way another guy that's in a lot of adam sandler movies but the whole reason that john levitz character wins it is because he donated a ton of money for them to have a new jumbotron so it's completely monetary and throughout that speech, I thought, I, I was sitting there like, they just need to recognize Whitey, but they don't. No. And, um, Davey ends up, Davey mm-hmm. ends up running in and he's like. At this point, Whitey and Eleanor speak. have already left. Yeah. Yeah. They already left. They're crying. Um, and he's like, let me speak. But he's like getting like handcuffed and everything. And then, uh, Rebecca, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer's body, Jennifer's body, Jennifer's body. If that's she how stands you up and is like, yeah, well, she thinks to herself, she's like, finally, he's realizing. Well, they and see him she, crying. They realize, oh yeah. my God, he, he's finally just let it out. Yeah. And, uh, she's like, let like, him okay. speak. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And he starts going off in this, uh, song. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a beautiful song, and they all tell about how Whitey's helped him out and how they've treated him. Like garbage. And then it goes to the next scene to where Whitey and Eleanor are in the mall, because mm-hmm. he just wants to... That's his say safety one last place. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he starts talking, and the mayor comes out. It's like, Whitey. And he's like, Who, who's talking to me? Oh um, yeah, that's my favorite. Is the mall talking to me? Yeah. So, and it's like, so the exact hey, scene. Is... Yeah, the exact scene is Whitey's sitting there, and he's like, "Maybe we should just move down to Florida. I hear they have some nice malls there." And right when he gets done saying that, you hear Davy's voice go, "You're not going anywhere." And Eleanor, his sister, goes, "Holy shit! Did the mall just say something?" And yep. I, I laughed at that way too many times as a kid. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, the mayor comes out. Keep going. Yeah, the mayor comes out, and he's like, Davy, Eleanor, not Davy, Whitey, Whitey, Eleanor, Davy has done something that has really opened up our eyes. She's like, what'd he do, steal beer for everybody? He's like, no, he made us see how important you are to the entire community, Whitey, and that's why we think that we have to rethink who we chose for the all-star community patch and John Levitt's character comes out and he's like, this is for you, Whitey. 
And he hands it to him, and he's like, but this is Tom's badge. And he's like, no, it goes to where it finally belongs. And then in a cacophonous sound of everyone going, it's your moment, Whitey. And, like, all the lights come on, and they serenade him and basically say that, oh, we've depreciated you this entire time, and we've been dumb for not noticing how important you are to all of us. And it, they, all, and, they all start throwing their badges at him. Oh, yeah, which I, I don't understand that part. And like, they're like, here, you can have all the badges, but he just wants his 35th one. <laughs> yeah. That's the one part I was like, why, why is everyone doing this? And then... David comes up and apologizes, and he's upset. Well, he's like, that's his history. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he goes, I just, he's like, Davey, how can I ever repay you? And he's like, just help me figure out my dream. And he's like, oh, what's your dream? And he goes, I just want somebody to tell me Happy Hanukkah like my dad used to. And he goes, well, Happy Hanukkah, Davey. And he's like, Merry Christmas, Whitey. And then it has this touching moment. Where Davy and Jennifer are standing there, and Eleanor's like, "Oh, why don't y'all come back and show us how to light the Hanukkah candles?" And afterwards, you and Jennifer can go play spin the bottle for tongue kisses. And that's where it ends. Yep. And then it has an array of music playing oh, at the credits. Yeah, it's it's um. It's just called the Hanukkah song. If you if you watch this movie, stay for the final song. It's it's very good. Joyful, joyful Hanukkah. Yep. So that's the movie. Mm-hmm. Hour and sixty minutes of joy. Oh yeah. And sadness and anger oh. and happiness. It's a a whole roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> but let's get to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Of the movie. Be careful um, what you're saying, y'all. No, I'm kidding. Jennifer. Probably the worst character of the movie, in my opinion. Holy shit, you remembered her name. Yeah, well, Jennifer's body is the only reason I remember it. <laughs> she had a nice pixeled body. But, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but no, um, in my opinion, the worst character in there. They, they try to get you to feel what she's feeling, like the anger she has, without explaining it too much. You know, we don't know the full backstory, the full history behind both of them, but they want you to feel it. And so, obviously, I mean, you just see, like, her angry because he's just a dick, but, like, they needed to put more. Maybe a flashback of him hitting her, being abusive, or maybe them having a massive argument, or her turning him down. Like, give us something more um, mm-hmm. but no, you, I, it made the final scene of them together not as, en- not enjoyable, like, yeah, enjoyable, I guess, whatever. It, it could have done better with her character. Yeah. Um, if you're going to have a love interest, focus a lot on her too. Yeah. She was um, just kind of thrown in there, like to kind of have the story from his childhood and all that and kind of basically make Davy a father figure for Benjamin. Yeah. And so shit, I mean, worst character, in my opinion. Um, character I, I absolutely loved was the Asian guy. 
Oh, yeah. And because he kept getting the wigs on, and mm-hmm. that that was hilarious to me. Uh, Davey, I mean, it's Adam Sandler. Yeah. And it's insane that he did three different voices oh, that yeah. we know of. And each each character was different in every way. Voices were amazing. Um, I had nothing to complain about, about any of them. Um, who else? Benjamin? Benjamin, the son, yeah. Yeah, he's whatever. I mean, you could really... The only crucial part was in there was the beginning when he was being the father figure for ben- Benjamin. Yeah. He doesn't Other really that, play I mean, much of it, a part in the rest of no. it. So you can only take two characters out with without the movie. They don't need them. Yeah. Um, well, Benjamin's kind of important because he helps Davy see that, you know, he can be responsible, more of a father figure than just a douchebag. Like, I feel like if you had just Davy and Whitey in there, I don't think it would have had the same effect. Because with Benjamin, it kind of gives him a stepping stone to kind of not be a dick and kind of be a father figure for a little bit. And I just don't think he would have done that if it wasn't for Whitey, or if it was just Whitey. They could have written it up, I'm sure. Mm. But Whitey dies. <laughs> Whitey dies, and then Davy just goes on a murder spree. Just pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Who knows? Um, as 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 good as the music was in the moment, I can't think of one song. You can't think of technical foul. You can't think of I hate love. I hate you. I hate me. I totally forgot technical foul until you brought that up. That's the first a technical time. foul. It was, it, but foul. it was. Written into the movie so well to where it didn't seem like See that's what I was saying. So much of a song. Yeah, it none was of it more just None of it feels forced, in my opinion. It all just smoothly slides into it. Right. Except for maybe the last one. <laughs> or the love the love one. The love? Him singing and then uh Jennifer was singing and Whitey was singing and Eleanor is probably singing, and Asia guy was probably singing all at the same time. Oh, you're talking about the end one, where no, the first no. one with the house on fire, the uh, house on fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was Jennifer, very Jennifer Davy, chair, uh, very stere- stereotypical. Like, yeah, a very look, romance. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else did I notice in this movie? The art style was very good. It reminded me of uh, uh, what can it's like a Iron mixture Giant. of static, yeah, static shock and Iron Giant. Well, you want to hear a little fun fact real fast? Sure. It says many animation fans have noticed the design style of characters in Eight Crazy Nights is similar to the design style of the characters in the Iron Giant. That's because the majority of the animators that worked on this film were laid off from Warner Brothers feature animations. And Fox Animation Studios. Wow. Mm-hmm. So? So it was a lot of the same people. Yeah. Good, good movie. Um, Want to hear one more fun fact? Sure. Remember how we were talking about all those brands and everything? Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> all of them are used without permission. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, I'm surprised this movie is still out. Hey, it's a great movie. It's my one of my favorites, if not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Going off that, would, would I watch this again? No. Blasphemy. It's one of those movies to where, kind of going back on, like, would this movie carry on to be watched more than once? Yes. Not for me. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Not for me. It's like... 30 times. 30 times! You grew up with it. Like, you know, that's fine. It just brings back memories at a point to you. Um... It's not a memorable movie. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and not remember half the plot. You watched it ten minutes ago and don't remember half the plot. That says something, doesn't it? (laughs) For you, you forget half the plot of most of the movies we watch. (laughs) This one's even worse. This one's trash. It's good. It's good, but it's like... I I won't watch it again. I I won't ever show Noah or TJ it. That's probably Um, a good thing. (laughs) If I want to show them a comedy, I'll show them Sausage Party. Okay. <laughs> um, it it's it's the cartoon throws it off for me. It being a cartoon, I feel um, like that adds to it because you can make more, you can do more, you can create more, and you can have more outlandish characters than you could in say a normal movie. Like, imagine the same exact movie, but with real people. And, like, the whole fucking reindeer. Oh, yeah, the reindeer. We didn't really talk too much about them, but there's, like, these eight reindeer that kind of are a constant throughout this. In one scene, Whitey is covered in ice because he fell down a hill in a porta potty and Davey froze him with a hose trying to wash the poop off of him. And the reindeer lick off the ice to unmelt him. And they have shit in their teeth. <laughs> and, like, they're, like, laughing about it, but it's still just incredibly disgusting. Yeah. I mean, there, there's also a part where they were all... what They, they all got excited. It was a joke. The yeah, mayor was, said a joke. Yeah. And uh, the reindeers start, like, laughing and shitting, and everyone in, like, the... Uh, in the auditorium were the laughing and hall, banging yeah. their heads and... Just boom, boom. Snap pouring out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Joke wasn't funny. Nope, but, it was. Um, you know, every time, I like to start off this with a, a little joke for everyone, but I've been so busy at the hardware store this weekend, so I, I thought of this one on the way over. Knock, knock. Who's there? Don't you? Don't you who? Don't you wish I wasn't so darn busy at the hardware store that I had enough time to come up with a good one? That's it. Word for word, That's that's the joke. Yeah, and... That probably just I, got I us 100,000 listens. <laughs> don't know why. I, I don't. I didn't understand that scene. It's because everyone was ass-kissing. Ah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Even the reindeer. Yep. No. I, maybe the reindeer weren't even... No, they were real because Davey saw them too. Yeah. Everyone saw them. They were just yeah. oddly sentient. Yeah. Definitely did not be in the movie, but they did it for shits and giggles, I'm sure. Extra shits. And extra giggles. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but at the end of the day, Whitey got his uh, 
his badge and mm-hmm. he can die in peace. <laughs> Probably tomorrow because he's like 85. Yeah. So with that, I mean, I guess it's time for the rating. <sighs> Hit me with the IMDb. What is it? The IMDb rating for the greatest holiday movie known to man. Yeah. If it loads. I, I'm <clears> actually <throat> curious about it because it is, is it, it is around the season. I mean, it is christmas season and this is a christmas movie yeah but that doesn't change the rating that changes the popularity just not the rating yeah but hit me with that 5.3 out of 10 okay above average um what about uh rotten tomatoes give me five seconds i can kind of guess rotten tomatoes without looking i think the critics gave it probably a 36 and probably the audience gave it maybe like a a 48 maybe probably 63 but god um, damn what so critics 12 percent audience 49 hit me with one comment from the critics What, what did one of the critics top top critic what did he say critics consensus Sandler returns to his roots in a nauseating concoction filled with potty humor and product placements. But yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that guy because right, the product you, placement. You want to hear a top was, critic? The, the, the hold on, the product placement is not even like no one's getting paid for that. <laughs> so and it's not like. Under Armour came in and was like, hey, can you put me in? Oh, no, we can't do Under Armour because we already have Nike. Yeah, it was just a, what rhymes? <laughs> yeah, so. That Man, guy's literally fuck every single one of these top five. I will name you by name just so I can say fuck you. Matthew no, Rosa, <laughs> fuck you. Mark Stein, fuck you. Nell Minow, fuck you. Felix Vasquez Jr., eat my balls. Mark Halverson, you didn't really give a critic score on it you just gave it a one out of five so fuck you slightly less are they just all negative oh you want to hear uh felix vasquez and matthew Rosas fucking ones sure sure so matthews is there aren't enough creative yiddish insults in the world to adequately adequately express how much i hate adam sandler's eight crazy nights there's also not enough words to express how much i want to kick matthew rosa in the nuts but i can't do that because he's a bitch fuck you and then felix's is a nearly unwatchable waste of time just like every single thing he's ever reviewed completely unreadable thanks felix from cinema crazed hmm what uh what year did they put these reviews in 2009 10 and 18 okay so interesting where would you put this Ah, no, we'll go with me. <laughs> that changed real fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, the plot was simple. I mean, it was a simple movie with a bunch of, bunch of like, vulgar humor in it. Yeah. Which but that's what you're going in I live for. for. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I live for. I love, I love crude jokes. I love all that shit. Um, some of the characters, a lot of the characters, in my opinion... Just a waste of space. Um, Barely in there to make a dent into the plot. 
the voice acting that he did for three different characters. And that's all we know for three different characters. Adam Sandler. Who knows? Maybe he voiced the reindeer. <laughs> um, top Oh, notch. he did. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, he voiced... No, I'm, I'm not kidding. He voiced the, voiced the reindeer. Yeah, top notch. Like, I mean, it's Adam Sandler, like one of the greatest actors out there. Um, and such a true guy because he um, helps out his friends. And that's why I learned every movie with him. Um, but... It, it's hard because it is. It was a fun movie to watch. I just wouldn't watch it again. Um, Caffeinated like Clint. Caffeinated Clint is a man of quality. Nothing but side-splitting, richly cuttered, instant classic laughs, all with the typical Sandler touch. Yeah. And useless characters. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, with that being said, I mean, I, I'd probably get like a sixty-five. 65 out of 10. That's where I see it sitting. 6.5. Whatever. Thank you. Out of 10. I was doing a percentage out of 100, but yeah, 6.5. Very nice. No. What about you? I don't know. Take this out of nostalgic. Like, you sat down today... You just watched it. I never just seen it before. It. First time watching it. Going off the acting, going off of, um, and knowing who Adam Sandler is, obviously. Hmm. Um. Not so. So you've never seen it before, but you know this is 2002. Mm-hmm. You know the technology that they have in 2002. Mm-hmm. It is Adam Sandler. It mm-hmm. is all of his friends. But it's your first time seeing it. Where do you put this? Nine point five. I call bullshit. No, 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 no. If it, if, I, my, if I put in, no, in if my, I put in my, my nostalgia, opinion. if I put my nostalgia in it, it's a ten. I I love this movie so much. But the reason I say nine, this movie fits my type of comedy perfect, and I think every song in it is perfect. I think that the story is good. This is one of the only... So the story is good, not perfect. That's what you just said. The story is perfect. You, 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 no, no, you okay, said then, the music okay. was perfect, and you said, so it can't be a 10. I didn't it say it was a 10. It could be a 9.5. It could be a 9.5. I don't know, man. No, 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 because this movie, I have watched Where the Red Fern Grows. I have watched endless amounts of other sad movies. The Fault in Our Stars, which wasn't even sad to me. It was more of a comedy. Fucking all these different movies. This is the only movie that every every time I watch it, I almost cry. Every time. The only reason I don't cry is because I'm a man. (laughs) I put, yeah, you're out of this world. I'll be out of this world, but I... I, 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 I still think, because you grew up watching it, it's still like... Then maybe it's, I can't get past the nostalgia. The toxic, yeah, I think that it has to be this. I mean, it. I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, to say the least, but um, Toku Godfather, in my opinion, was better than this. Oh, that's in your opinion. I, I'm I not going to fight I don't know what I scored Toku Godfather. It'd be a shame if uh, it was below this. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
the story was a lot more complex. Yeah, I'm not saying it's complex or anything. I feel like as a movie you can sit down and watch. I feel like it was great. I feel like like you don't it doesn't need to be a complex story. I don't need to be basically inception level figuring like inception level story. It's very simple. You get a guy who hates himself because he doesn't know how to This is like this is like every movie though. Not every movie has reindeers who shit th- themselves like Nerf guns with a, a cleft foot, two foot. That's like t- one of the worst parts of the movie. I'm not the saying. I'm not saying it's one of the best parts. I'm what saying, I'm saying is the whole plot is in like every other movie. Okay, I can live with that. Do they have songs about technical fouls and morning erections? I I mean, there's some about morning erections. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Technical fouls, I'm, I don't know. Technical but foul. I just... You can you can call BS on me all you want. You can say my ratings are broken. I don't care. <laughs> I will always enjoy this movie. I, I just... It fits my comedy perfectly. It, it's... This is... it. I watched this today after not watching it for a while, and I laughed. I knew the jokes, and I still laughed. I always laugh at portions in this movie. It always makes me laugh. I always think it's funny. I've watched it so many times. The music is so good. They fit in seamlessly. Yeah, there's cheesy points. There's points that don't make sense, like why the other guy was never convicted of arson or why that was never gone anywhere. He was just there to put Davy into the house. I get that. But it has emotion. I think the music is great i like the plot i don't know what else to tell you i will not go down from 9.5 you can say i'm wrong all you want i think i think you're just i think i just think your ratings kind of that's fine wonky oh that's fine a little wonky it can be wonky um but giving it anything less than a 9.5 would be a technical foul not at all yes i mean yeah, it's. It, <laughs> it, it, hey, we don't have to agree. We don't have to agree, but like, go, going off of your previous ratings from Tyler Thursday Takes and the other movies we've watched, but they're different. They're different in ratings. Would you I'm not gonna. Movie, I'm not gonna rate this the same as I would rate a horror movie. The points he put into a horror movie, of like the plot and the um, the acting and the cinematography. cinematography. That, yeah. You can't really do cinematography on this. This is a 2002 animation. This is okay. about as good as 2002 animation can get. The Iron can Giant, which is an instant classic, that should be for 2002. This should be a hundred on on animation. Then, I mean, well, the Iron, Iron Giant. Gi- Iron Giant's like a nine point seven. Yeah, I, I I can give that. I can say that. I, I'd say that the Iron Giant was the Iron Giant was a great movie. And it's I'd say because it's because it's nostalgic. I I can live with that, but for for me, this movie fits every. Like I said, this is the only movie that I watch and almost cry every time watching it. I have no other movie that does that. You've probably lived with yourself enough knowing that you're crying because it's just so shit. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's I the don't case. Know. I mean, it's it's. I just, I, I, I could never get it up there. I will never watch oh, it fine. again. That's fine. I'm not um, saying you have to. 
No, but um, Michael's like no, but you're also. We'll wrong. have to check. We'll have to check <laughs> your rankings and go from All right. there. All right. Um, just remember when you put something lower than this, I'm going to compare that to this now because All right, this is. But your rating for for me for this isn't going to be the same as your rating. What do you mean? So you if said, we watch another animation, a comedy animation, yeah, it's gonna have to be put in the same boat. All right. No, I thought you were saying you have to use my ranking off that. You don't have to use my ranking. No, I'm not. I mean, you're just saying how I rank other comedy animation movies that we watch. Yeah. All right, I can live with that. So when you're like, this movie is more shit than this one, but you rate it lower. <laughs> I just, when I see a good movie, okay, a good television show, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, first off, I'm not asking, it, I don't care what your rating is. Um, it's your rating, it's how you see it. Right. It's, I understand that. But the plot takes, takes a big chunk of my rating for me. All right. Um, so does mine. This plot was too simple. It's not um, too simple. It was done in it's it's been done in so many other movies okay what do you it's, want do you want them to halfway through the movie start butt fucking the deers i mean they can this could be the sequel to uh sausage party oh yeah it'll um, be eight crazy nights two full of deer the, it's the the plot what i look for i personally look for probably not you is a complex Something I can't predict plot. You know? So that I can I'd sit down that, and be shocked. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that's what gives it a hundred. I'd say that I give it bonus points. Because so it's like this. So I know you so didn't you watch said, it. You said you said it being nostalgic will give it a hundred. But if this also had a very complex but easy to watch plot, you give it more than a hundred? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, so here, I know you didn't watch it, but I did. Old. Old was an M. Night Shyamalan movie. The whole thing was the plot, you couldn't understand the plot the entire time. And it had a twist at the end. Just because, and it, the, the, the twist was a good twist. It was, it made sense. Because the whole twist was, they were putting people on this island for research purposes. And I'm like, okay, that actually would benefit the world and all that. But, like, the whole fact that the entire plot made no sense, it gets bonus points because the twist was actually a decent twist. But because the plot was convoluted and complicated and made no sense, that's not going to... The fact that it has a twist doesn't make it 100 for me. It'll be like, okay, yeah, that's good. So it's not complete ass, but it's better. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I'm ra- I, I'm ranking it off of the com- the complexity of the plot itself. You realize at some point the complexity of the plot won't be the complexity of the plot anymore. Eventually, history repeats itself. You can only do so many things with a plot until it all becomes the same thing. I can almost predict every single horror movie for you by watching it because that's what I do. I watch horror movies. And the only horror movie that has given me a plot that I a plot twist that I wasn't expecting is Boy, and I really like that. It doesn't mean it's going to be a hundred for me, but it gave you a twist that you weren't expecting. 
So what happens when? Well, that's a that's a twist. I'm I'm talking about the plot being. I'm not talking so much. The, the twist is just like if you have a good plot, and the plot becomes complex, and but it's easy to stay with the plot. Unlike old, you're saying old had, it was trying to be complex and was trying to throw like twists at you, but it just lot there was loopholes all over the place. That's not good. If you have a complex movie, but it's easy to watch. It's still like um then, then here let me put it this way. Just give me one example of a complex plot. A complex plot. Um cuz I want to see what your base is for this. And something you've seen? It could be anything. I I've seen a lot of things unless it's anime. Well, that's like 90% of my shit. And then then give me just give me one. Explain what a complex plot would be. Okay, so Taxi Driver, we'll have to go into it some other time. Mm-hmm. But it is about, it's about a walrus who is a taxi driver, okay? Okay. The walrus, and it's this is a, a true crime type of anime, and they're trying to figure out this murder. And Is he a walrus I, just because the people are animals, or? It's a walrus. Yeah, I know. What do you mean? Is everybody... A walrus, or everybody. No, you, have, you have walruses. You have gorilla. If you just yeah, because me... the animals are basically people, right? Oh, I I told you the plot of this before. I know, but I'm saying it's they're basically people, right? So it's like Zootopia, where it's just people just replaced with animals, right? They're talking. All right, yeah. They're talking to each other, trying to figure out this um, this murder, and there's like different stories in this one story. And there's objects in the story that overlap into other parts of a different story, but it all leads up to it, it's all a part of this uh, of this uh, murder. So it's and like trick or treat. Somewhat, yeah. Um, and then the ending twist. So the plot is very like different stories, different um, things happen different objects follow into the next that's like a a lot harder um thing to do into into movies into anime into tv shows um have separate separate shows or separate uh stories into one story all being the same thing so i would yeah i would then having go ahead and then having the twist at the very end makes it like above and beyond as long as everything makes sense you're saying old wasn't making sense there was too many loopholes yada 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 so it having a twist at the end didn't really mean anything i'm saying like when when the plot is very good a lot of complex things are happening in the plot but you can keep up with it i mean not having to go back and figure it out um and then throwing a twist at the very end that you didn't see coming, but it was it, ma- it makes it even better. All right, so I get what you're saying. So the way that you're saying it is they're able to pull off a very difficult kind of intermediate storyline where it's different storylines that intertwine that, with each other. That's just one example. I know, but what you're saying, what your example of a complex plot is being able to have different elements that still go together, but you can tell where the story's going without having to go back and dissect it. I understand that. And that's yeah. something I would I would highly uh what's the word? I'm not trying to say 
condemn. I'm trying to say I would, oh my God, what's the word? Commend? Yeah, I would commend a director or a screenplay for being able to do that, for being able to keep the flow of the plot while intertwining other things without veering too far off course. But what you're saying is the complexity of a plot. The plot for that movie is they're just trying to find out the who committed the crime. That's the plot. They have other things that come into it that make that plot more dynamic and they make yeah. it more interesting, but it stays along that that plot line. So by putting those in there, it makes it more difficult to be able to intertwine that like easily to where it still comes out as a quality storyline and product. I'm saying is you can't knock a story because that, that story that you said, the whole plot is finding out who committed the murder. For this, it's him growing as a person and becoming a non-douchebag. I understand they're, they're all on linear plot lines. And for me, that's what's important. If they do what you said, where they're able to make a plot line more dynamic, they're able to input all these other things into it, and it goes cohesively enough to where it still seems like a normal movie, I highly commend that. I think that's amazing, and I think if somebody manages to do that, then that's an A+. Plus. But I'm that, not going to... That puts it over yeah. a simple... Yeah, I could say a that. simple, just linear. linear and yeah, but I'm not going to knock waves. down a linear plot line if the plot line is stupid and doesn't make sense then that's what i'll knock it down but it's a linear plot line it makes sense they don't try to add anything to it they throw in a flashback here and there which adds to that plot line it doesn't make it as dynamic as what you're talking about in taxi driver but basically it still stays that plot line still stays easy to follow it may have been done before but eventually everything's going to be done before unless everybody starts doing what you said to make a plot line more dynamic and complex and once a lot of people start doing that then that becomes the norm so what i'm so saying what is, a, 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 th- this this plot in this movie mm-hmm. on a rating of a b c d e f where would you put it the the plot line yeah i'd give it a c okay because it's a and very g- simple plot line and you gave the one I was just talking about, that whole written way, an A+. plus. Yeah, I would give that an A+, plus. yes. So that's what I'm going... So, so that's that's why I put the ranking high, would put the ranking higher. Yeah, but I'm not saying... I'm not going to knock off points for it being an easy-to-follow plot line. It's not knocking off. I, I, didn't, I, I wasn't like, oh, this is 7, but because of that, I'm going to drop it down to... I gave you my... No, but you were saying that's why mine should go down because it's not a complex storyline. That's one of the reasons. If you're going to give something an A+, because it has that, there's your benchmark. Now that you have what you gave a C, which technically we put it as like a 70 now. um, Yeah, but that's 70 that's piled on with a soundtrack that fits perfectly. Emotional elements that actually like actually cause emotion and humor that hits home for me those three things piled on top of it make this what i rated it but i'm not gonna be like okay well now 
if like let's say the whole premise of this was he was a reindeer that shit itself until the point where it finally became a human being i'd be well, like this before is before you've knocked you've knocked ratings down because of certain things yeah yeah so you're this kind of contradicting yourself this how is this now. contradicting well you're knocking you're knocking points off due to things but you're saying you're not gonna knock things off because of the plot no i'm you're saying willing, you're willing to knock it off knock things off because i don't remember the examples you're using but the plot is the main point if you don't have a plot yeah and this plot is solid is what i'm saying I'm, it's a it, well it's yeah it's a c it's seven yeah. it's a seven out of ten yeah and then the humor soundtrack and animation and all that make it an a plus for me gotcha you get what i'm saying i mean i'm, I'm I know, learning about I, I understand where both of ours are fitting Yours, so mine is about a 30-30-30 kind of split for it. So it'll be plot is 30%, characters and stuff is 30%. And for, so like for my horror movies and stuff that I review, it's plot, acting, cinematography. I can't do all that for this because for this it has other elements that make it more interesting than that. But it's like I grade it on almost like an equal portion. The way it sounds like you grade it is you do like a... Like a sixty forty, and that sixty is going to be the plot for you, and then the forty well, would be no, extras. So no, so it's you have voice acting. Mm-hmm. I've hit I've hit all the nails. Voice acting, plot, the stuff I see that has an issue, uses characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's that's the character development. Um, I don't overweigh plot more than maybe like an animation so if you have a shit animation you're not going to watch it first off um if you have a shit story but it has a, i mean it's it's kind of all equal then why were you knocking so much on the plot about it i started off with characters being no, shitty i'm not saying that i'm saying the when very you were first thing i said mine, was like, Jennifer the plot was is shit. boring yeah but for me when I went with my 9.5, you're like, but the plot's boring. The plot's not dynamic. For it to be something like that, the plot has to be really good. And well, I said for put, me... So you put, the, you put the plot at a, a then? No, I didn't say that. So if you're, That's if what if you're you chop, said. If, if you're chopping it, if you're chopping it in three points, yes. right? Uh, 30, 30, 30. Yes. 33 point, 33 point, 33 point, 33. In that three, 30, 30 points, 30 is the best in the plot. Okay? Alright. Okay. So where, where do you put the plot in the 30? In the 30? For this plot, I'd give it... Are we going 30 or 33? Because it's going to be a little about half, a little over half. It don't matter. Just do 33. So we'll do 30 because it's easier. I'd give it like a 17 out of 30. Okay. Where would you put the animation? The animation, I'd give that a thirty. I give that the full thirty. Okay. And then what was the final one you had? So normally it's acting, plot. Where would you, where would you put the voice acting? The voice acting. It's what you would expect. Adam Sandler does a good job. I'd give it about twenty eight thirty somewhere around there. 30 plus 30. V60 plus the 17. 17. I know we put it in 
the 80 percentile or it would be 77 yeah it'd be 77 but you add the other threes on there because we took the threes off because that'd be 77 out of 90 which would be a b and then i said with the comedy the sound 77 is still a c and 80 is a b not when we're going off at 90 because we did 30 30 30 well, you said we're adding an extra three, so it's going to make it an 80 some. So that would be a B. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Technically, it'd be p- plus six because it'd be the 30, 30, 30. So we're going off of... Yeah. So if this is if this was on your Tyler's Thursday takes, this would yes. be at an 80. Yes. And then the comedy is excellent. I'd give that a plus three or four. The songs are some of the best songs that I've heard. I'd give that a plus three or four. Uh, what are you comparing the songs to? Any songs that I've heard in anything else. Any, like, musical or anything that I've heard about that. Like, if I listen to The Little Mermaid, I'm not gonna... I don't remember the... Da, 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 that's all I remember from it. I can recite every song for you from this. Because they're funny, they go well, and it just fits the way that I find stuff funny. So going off okay. of, like, soundtracks that are... Uh, like created for that movie that's what i'm going off of like south park did it south park was funny but i don't think that theirs were as good as this i think they had kyle's mom's a big fat bitch they had quiet mountain town they had uncle fucker but i don't recite any of those the way that i do with these so that's what i'm comparing it to and it's not just because i've watched these a lot it's because i think they're funny and so I have those memorized, the comedy, and the fact that this movie is, like, one of the only ones that makes me, like, feel emotional at the end of it. And that's what moves it into the A-plus category for me. Nine. 9.5. Yes. Right. Gotcha. See, see what I mean about your rankings, kind of? Yeah, and it seems perfectly fine to me. Gotcha. Okay. Because well, the way you just broke it down, I broke it down the same way and I got to the same 9.5. Well, thir- so on Ty's Fairly Takes, it would be a different ranking. No. Yeah, b- because you just said you, you on Ty's Fairly Takes, you said you do 30, 30, 30. You don't add on extra stuff. I didn't say that I word. don't add on extra stuff. I said that's how I look at it. And I'm adding on extra stuff because of the... the th- if antlers, if antlers had a section in it where the fucking Wendigo comes out and it's like, I'm a Wendigo, I'm gonna eat your hoe, and it's like the best fucking thing ever, I'd add, I'd be like, you know what? Because of that, this is worth watching it just because of that. And I think this whole movie is worth watching because it makes you, it makes me feel something that I don't feel in other movies. It has songs that I feel like you can watch the movie just for the songs and it'd be perfect. And it also has. Oh my fuck, I keep forgetting. Comedy that other people don't like, but I think is fucking hilarious, and I think that's a reason to watch it. That's three whole things that go on throughout the entirety of the movie. Yeah. I mean, okay. It gets extra credit, is what I'm saying. I think, I, I, okay. Well, we'll just chop it up to extra credit. That's fine. You'll, you'll go back and listen to this, and you'll hear some of the contradicting things you were saying. Yeah, and I'll listen to it. I'll be like, fucking Tyler nailed it. You should have given it a 10. Some of the contradicting things Nothing's you just, contradicting. just were saying. Nothing's yeah. contradicting. <laughs> it definitely was. Nope. <laughs> Anyways. Um, 
But because of the plot being even worse now, it drops it down to a 55. All right. 10 out of 10. Love this movie. No nostalgia included. Fuck it. 20 out of 10. No. Um, no, but I, I was talking about, like, it being your first time ever watching it. The first time yeah. I watched it, I was like, man, this is a really good movie. Like, right now. No, right now. If like, I were to watch it right is, now? If you've never seen it before, yeah. And you would have given it a 9.5. I would have watched it again. You would have given it. So, just, I'm just clearing it up. Yeah. 9.5. Never seen it before. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. What did you give um, Kiki's Delivery Service? I got 9.2. Oh, okay. Huh. Interesting. Don't, don't on get that me note, started on Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, on that note, uh, I point... <laughs> point three gap between Kiki's Delivery Service and here. It should have been bigger, if you ask me. Don't get me started on Kiki's. No, it's your ranking. You, right. I mean, you told me how you break it down. All right. The plot must have been like out of this world. The if we want to talk uh, about simple plots, Kiki Delivery Service is the simpleton of simple plots. Yeah, but when we rank that, we ranked it on nostalgic. It'd be nostalgic for me. I know. Yeah, this one we're not doing that. All right. Yeah. We're going nostalgic on it for me, and this is a nine point five. That's without nostalgia. You did. <laughs> Okay. What is it with? You said 100? It'd be a 10. This movie so, a is 0. my 7 holiday movie. percent difference between Kiki's Delivery Service and this movie. Yeah? A, a generous 0.7%. Mm, no, you gave it. You're like, I, yeah, this is... I was I was being nice on that 9.2. I don't think so. All right. Because I, I, I remember the following episode, you were like, I might have messed up on my ranking. Yeah, and I took it down. Yeah. Yeah, I took it down to like an 8. Going back to the ranking being a little bit wonky. All right. Um, no, I mean, w- with all that <laughs> being said, I mean, it is it is a solid movie. Um, I, I do see why you can watch it over and over again. Not it just being nostalgic and everything, but um, it is funny. A lot of the humor in it um, is kid humor, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Like, if how you said you were four, well, when when did you actually see it? Probably in my teens, so probably thirteen or fourteen. Like, I didn't watch it when it came out. Gotcha, and just seeing people puke. Uh, like snot coming out and pooping. That's that's funny. Yeah. You know, those times. So I can see that. Um, and then, I, I mean, I see where your ranking is coming. I just kind of wanted to show you where your ranking's kind of been. All right. Um, but <laughs> I guess with that being said. <laughs> hey, and one more review. It's a whole new season. I mean, it's okay. We don't have to agree on everything. I mean. Yeah. I'm not trying to change your your review and what you review it. I'm just trying to show you where your reviews have been. I know. I know and, where my reviews have been. I think what will help us next season is us actually writing it down. 
Yeah. They're having we'll, to display we will it. go more in depth in reviews. This whole first so. season. I well, think I what we need to do. No, I'll start so putting think, it down to a point system. Not what what I think we need to do next season. And this is going to be, I think, right here. Us talking about it real quick. Mm-hmm. Thirty for plot. Yeah. Cause I, I like that. Thirty for plot. Thirty for animation or or um, cinematography. Cinematography. And then voice acting or acting. For that last thirty, so and then we need a ten percent for something 30, else. And 10% can be the extra credit. Yeah, 10% can be something we like or something we dislike. Yeah, and then those are, depending on how big they are, one or twos. Yeah, depending how many, yeah. Because when you gave Kiki's delivery service a 9.3, I knew it was was fucked. Like, not, not your review, like how you review things, it's just... The system. I don't think, I don't think you had enough time to think about it. I think you just said a random number. And I think when we read the um imdb and all that i think that kind of influences a little bit on yeah. our decisions i would say so maybe ne- next uh next season we will kind of leave that towards the end yeah we'll get a i'll get a whiteboard and we'll go through it mathematically we will yeah i mean we could probably put our rankings on we can probably have a spreadsheet we can throw on patreon or yeah. twitter or something discord if it ever becomes a thing oh we could yeah um aaron is in charge of that yep with that being said um did you short circuit yeah i i just <laughs> thought about what i'm doing and it's eleven forty-one, and i'm drinking g fuel <laughs> and you open tomorrow i open tomorrow but It'll be fine. Um, Next season, it'll be much more mathematic. It'll be less emotion-based. I have a question for you, actually. Yes. Um, kind of going off of music and, like, uh, th- this won't be a tangent, but, like, movie music, mm-hmm. do you enjoy, like, the remakes, not remakes, but, like, renditions of musicals into movies? Like... Are you talking like, about... Did you ever see Into the Woods? I I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen, like, the plays versions, mm-hmm. and I really like those. What I'm, ta- what I'm talking about is them making it into a movie, so... So would you say, um, like, would I take off points if it's... No, no, not, not point. I don't care. Not not the points. I'm just right. asking, do you like do you like those songs? So, uh, Phantom of the Opera. Have you ever seen the movie Phantom of the Opera? No, I have not. Okay. Um, yikes. Yeah. Um, hmm. Little Shop of Horrors. Nope. So you you, you haven't okay. I mean, it's good. We can see some movies. It, this, I'm not talking about points. I'm just saying, have you ever heard songs? A lot of those songs are very catchy, and I think you would like those movies because obviously they're plays, and we grew, we yeah. grew up in theater. But it's just simple and in in, in movie form, and yeah. a lot of the songs that catch you. Excuse me, but I guess with that being said, you know, um, none of this would be possible without Anchor, and mm-hmm. um, we do thank Anchor a lot for um, what they have been doing for us, supporting us, and making it so easy for us to just distribute these podcasts out to uh, the world and for you all to hear. Oh yeah, um, Tyler's in love with Taiwan. 
um, in the Good U.S. And everyone that listens, thank you so much. We can, uh, we couldn't do any of this without y'all. Um, don't think I'm going to wake up tomorrow and hate Tyler because his reviews are <laughs> little janky. It's just fun banter back and forth. Um, tomorrow I'll probably suck his toe. Who knows? Um, sorry, Cheyenne. I know you won't let that happen. But um, anyways, uh, th- these are just fun because we can disagree on whatever. And that's what this podcast is about. This is to so we can find out are we actually on the same wavelength. Um, this one, no and yes. It's hard to be on the same wavelength with something that has such emotional ties. Yeah, um, and that's that was Kiki for me. Yeah, um, that's all. That's going to be all of um, a lot of enemies for you. Yeah, we'll get. Mm, yeah, yeah, um, and. When we get to the Naruto, I mean, it's going to be completely, we're going to be... It's going to be fucking... Those episodes will be three hours long each. Yeah. Probably going on, like, arcs. Exactly. Um, And I can promise we will be on the same wavelength with them. Yes, definitely. Um, But that's the reason why we have this podcast, to see movies I've never seen, movies he's never seen, and we can kind of tell, do we like the same things? And it, it, the answer is no. A lot of stuff we don't like the yeah. same. Like, I don't like horror. Yeah. Um, but he's showing me horror that, huh, I'm given a chance. And you know, it's not that bad. Um, and then he's showing me things that he grew up with or stuff he likes. Mm-hmm. And I'm showing him the same thing. Um, and we're two different humans, and we are both males with high testosterone, and we're going to be having we a bunch of... We will start swinging. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I already have a hole in my laptop. There we go. Um, but I broke one of my monitors. <laughs> and a fan. Yep. And probably your wrist. Uh, the fan was broken before we got here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it, this is just fun, fun little banter. And um, I guess from there, every Thursday, you'll hear Tyler's Thursday takes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting, in my opinion, better and better. Um, the quality of the movies and like the snippets he has from the movies... I just they sound better. He's actually making more sense now, I think, with <laughs> with the actual sound snippets. A lot of time it was like, listen to this. Yeah. And you're like I cool. I I can't even tell what the hell's happening. Yeah. But he's 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 definitely he's he's hitting better movies, um too. Um so that's every Thursday. Every Monday we have this. Sometimes it'll be on other days. And then Special um, we'll days. go from yeah, and we'll go from there. Um, thank you all for supporting us, and thank you, Anchor, for supporting us. You can get in contact with us through our Gmail. Um, it'll be linked somewhere. And we have social medias. We have Patreon if you want to uh, support us a little bit more. Um, and that is about it. Uh, I think that this episode is great because you can actually see us disagree on something. Heavily yeah. disagree on something. Oh, yeah. So, um Next week is our Christmas, our actual Christmas special. Um, we have two movies in mind, but I think one overweighs the other. Um, Probably. It's a classic. And from there, I mean, there's only one other question to ask. Are we in the same wavelength? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> well, not today. Uh, well, I'm Michael. I'm Tyler. We'll see you next week. Peace, everyone.
Man, so Panera really just goes right through you, doesn't it? Yeah, I I had a what was it? It was a mac and cheese sandwich. And a and mac and cheese bro- soup. And then broccoli and carrot mac and cheese thing. Yeah. I in and out of the bathroom. I hate it. Panera or Taco Bell, am I right? Taco Bell doesn't have this bad. 